It is Wednesday, my dudes. This is how I win. This is no democracy. It is a dictatorship. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Double hey. Load entirely. You're out of order. You're out of order. Everything that guy just says bullshit. Thank you. Coho is not here, and I'm in pain because I don't do this stuff, so bear with me how this show's going to work tonight. I didn't have a show until, like, Monday, by the way. This is, was terrible. Um, but I was able to find people in this community that can talk about stuff that wasn't born, like, wasn't made in the 2000s. So, like, they've seen some older movies, so that was nice. Um realizing we could have broke up 80s and 90s and done two different shows. I pushed them together, but... You know, we can also do it at another time. Uh, send your well wishes to Coho. He did not die in surgery today. He is healthy. Doesn't have a gallbladder. So, I really don't know. I'm not very so good where with is he? Like, he's recovering. <laughs> Apparently, a re- a recovery. I don't know what recovery. Whatever. I don't know what the gallbladder really did, but I think he's just going to shit himself a lot more. I don't know what's going to happen. But, he just makes rocks. Um, Oh, okay, cool. Um, we got Matt here. Matt was supposed to be here for dodgeball because that was his idea. No one sent list. And then Jake said, oh, I should have sent a list. Well, we would have had two. So that's not enough to do a show. But, Matt, you know a little bit about 80s and 90s movies. Um, I, I, I think, think the 90s is like your favorite like decade of movies. Is that right? It's a pretty solid decade, yeah. I'll put up against like any of those other, like the 10s and the 20s, without a doubt. <laughs> That, that's true. Um, I think famously you were on the show to talk bad about like one day, and you all, you did eighteen hundreds movies, which is still the only person overrated eighties. Yeah, overrated eighties. You couldn't find ten, and you just went to the eighteen hundreds for three. Still, no one's ever done that since. So I'm proud of you, uh, Kirk. Um, Kirk's in a grumpy mood today. Um, his laptop hates him, and he doesn't know how to charge it. Um, properly, so and his son's letterbox is complete garbage and trash. So I'm here to speak to that. I need to talk to him. His son needs mental help at this point. Um, Shazam, one and a half stars. Suicide Squad, two and a half. Uh, he's like his dad. Um, how do you think you're going to do tonight? I'm just glad uh, Sup T is directing attention away from me, so that's fine. Um, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I was around the 80s. I was around the 90s. Um, I know some stuff that was there. It'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. Something, probably some, he's going to be grumpy at some point, everybody. Just remember that. Um, uh, and next up, I don't have the screen pulled up because I'm trying to do two things. Rue. Rue was not on the show. Yo. Well, he was on the show. He was off the show. He's back on the show. Um, we were going to have Spence here tonight. So this is probably for the best. Uh, Rue, uh, you're also in the fan club of Brian and basically everybody's now in YLS. They just don't care what I think anymore. There was like 152 of these ago. People did care, but now they just don't anymore. And Brian's led that charge and kind of hurts. Um, but how do you think you're going to do tonight? 
Um, like normal, dead in the middle or surprisingly first, because uh, I just go off of the things that I like to watch and do. I was born in the 80s. I grew up in the 90s. And uh, I've seen a lot of movies or pay attention to a lot of movies. Y'all don't. So I'm uh, going to throw in some some curveballs, possibly, even though there are plenty of films that I talk about all the time that I don't want to talk about. So we'll see how that goes. That is 100% fair. Next, Jake. Jake woke up and decided to actually be on the show this time. He After committing, that's really nice. Uh, I don't remember what episode you didn't show up for, but you're one of the first times in No Call, No Show. Um, if this is a job you'd be fired. Um, how do you think you're going to do tonight? Yeah, I feel like I needed to redeem myself. And so when you, when you put up the post saying, hey, does anyone want to be on this? I was like, you know what? I didn't. I, I slept in during one of them, and my boss swapped my shifts. So I couldn't do the one that was supposed to be on. So I felt like I should be on this one and make you happy, Cody. Um, I don't know. I'm actually kind of scared because I'm not, I don't really consider myself like an 80s, 90s sort of like a fan of like, you know, I mean, I love all films from all decades, but I don't really associate myself with my love of movies from these two decades. So we're, we're going to see how this uh, plays out. Yeah, I think you might have the most, like, Rue will definitely have the most different list, probably, but um, you will, I don't think there will be some stealing of picks. I think there are a few people that will overlap. Mm-hmm. Brian, last time Brian was on, um, kind of dissected everybody on call, and with his draft strategy, it was kind of impressive. Even everybody on call was like, yeah, that was a fair <laughs> win. Like, no one had arguments uh Bowman's still hurt, but I haven't seen a lot of 80s William Hurt movies. I don't know. <laughs> it was just a weird, weird choice in the 80s round, but he chose it. Um, you don't care what I think, but I think that when it comes to this, you like play strategy pretty well. Um, do you think that's going to pay off? Especially that you're very versed in both uh, decades, right? Well, that's the thing about these decades is I have so many choices for them um, that I would be completely fine having that I don't think anybody could really steal choices very well for me because for any one i have i have four other ones i'm still trying to decide between so you know i i, I think i'll get all picks i'm happy with um and i don't care if any wins or loses we're just talking about the best decades of movies here that's fair garth um said slept equals passed out drunk jake can you confirm or order tonight uh that's for everyone to know and me to find out Oh, me to know and everyone to find out. I don't think we got any videos of him quoting uh, Spider-Man or Scooby-Doo, so I don't believe that happened. But um, that's when it's really good times. So we're going to decide the draft order here, and then we'll figure it out from there. I have a number, one through five. Uh, Matt, what is it? I think it's three. It is three. That's my favorite. What draft order, what draft spot would you like? One through five. Let's go two. Two. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Kirk, one through four. Two. Nope, it's not two. Rue. One. Jake. Four. It is four. Um, okay, which one would you like? It's one to five, right? Uh, well, one, you could have one, three, four, or five now because Matt's in the okay. two spot. Um, I'll take five. Okay, once the back to back. Okay, Brian, uh, one through three. Three. It's not Kirk. Two. It is two. What spot you want? I'll go fourth. Fourth. Oh, doing some deep drafts here. Okay. Um, <laughs> no one wants to Kevin at one because they don't want to wait all the time around. Uh, uh, Rue, one or two. 
Uh, I'll go back to one again. It's one. You can have one or three. I don't want to wait, so I'll take three. Great. So Brian's in the one hole, which I don't think Brian really needed because Brian wanted to wait out the draft. So that's going to be an interesting strategy. Again, the categories that they're drafting. Again, if you have interesting draft ideas, I like the five category drafts where you have to like bounce around and pick fill out the draft instead of just traditional like movies. So you have anything interesting um, for football season, we're going to be doing um, quarterback, uh, two running backs, two uh a quarterback, a running back, two receivers, and a tight end from decades. Um, basketball, we're going to do a starting five for that because sports is doing well. Um, but I would like the interesting movie topics. I've already picked the 2000s. That will happen. 2010s, that will happen. Same in this same ballpark. So look out for the post if I don't get people to sign up. I don't know what next week is going to be. The following week is going to be Kurosawa movies with Kirk. He has this panel. They'll be filled. And then you'll hear the Kingsman dish about musicals for four weeks, or you won't because, you know, if you don't tune into watching, well, well, bars there, but you'll want to ram your head through your screen. And then um, he's also allowing uh, recordings. So Hamilton can be available. Um, And then, uh, then top 100 scenes is coming up. I think Scott was interested. I think Jake was interested. Yeah, I'm on the panel, so it's going to be an interesting time. It's our last top 100. We're doing no more top 100s after this. We are doing just normal shows. We'll still do a top 40 every year, but we're going to be that's the last top 100. So get some listen, um, huh? Get some listen. Yeah, well, you're going to wait till the last minute for me because you know who I, how I am, and I this is my show. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember the draft order and order. Uh, you want to and Kirk, you want a four. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's right. Okay, Uh, so uh, we'll see how this all works uh, with the ticker and everything. Uh, Brian is on the clock, so Brian, what are you picking? Uh, Now it's just where to start. Um, You know, like I said, I got plenty of picks for all the categories, but you know what? I'm going to start off with best villain. It's kind of got to have the best villain of any movie in the 80s or any other decade. It's got to be Hans Gruber from Die Hard. I'm not going to surprise anybody this whole draft. I'm going to be on brand, just so you know. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a guy, I mean, in his acting debut, his film acting debut, comes out and creates one of the best villains, one of the best antagonists of all time in a movie, in one of the best action movies of all time. Um, he's just, he's different than anything you'd really seen before because he's not, you know, like the big, you know, hulking physical preference. He's a dude in a suit, you know, committing a robbery and covering up with terrorism. I mean... And he does it with a lot of wit and, and uh, dry, dry sarcasm. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Alan Rickman is Hans Gruber. Um, not surprised at all. What? Um, not surprised at all. But uh, the surprise comes with a very valid choice. Um, uh, I think that was a really strong choice. I think Alan Rickman. I watched that a uh, couple. I think I watched that over. I'm this is I promise this was not start a fight. I promise. I watched this over the <laughs> holiday season of Christmas. I watched it and I had a damn good time with it. Okay. Um, what a great holiday movie it was. Um, I think uh, um, it's a great movie to watch at Christmas time. We can agree on that. It is. It is. On it, that part. It's joyous. Yeah. It's happiness. Uh, I'm not saying it's a Christmas movie. It's a good movie to watch at Christmas time. Yeah, it's fine. Um, 
Uh, but overall, I think uh, it's was super, super strong. Um, um, okay, so yeah, I think it's a really strong choice. I think he's a, a, an insane villain. I don't think, um, I think if you're going to pick one in the villain spot right away, I think that's a really great one to have. I think there's a lot of great options and where you're going to go, but I think there's a lot of great options in all these categories. Yep. Um, Matt, you were about to draft. Was this, uh, did this have your interest whatsoever? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I was afraid, Brian, being first, that he's going to take my protagonist and then this was going to be my pick right here. So, yeah, this is a excellent pick, definitely, as far as the uh, villains go, top notch. Well, I know what to cross off for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, uh, yeah, Rue, uh, any thoughts on group? Uh, Gruber was probably one of the first I was thinking of when uh, thinking about villains. Uh, since I thought I was going to be off the show, I didn't like prep or anything, but he was on my mind immediately. So, great pick. Uh, Kirk, uh, big fan. Uh, love the Christmas uh, feeling. Um, was this on your list? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's when you think of these categories, going, you know, going the category for categories, one of the first names comes up for villains. I mean, there are a lot of great ones, um, but definitely. Um, you know, this is a understandable first uh, first round number one pick. And Jake, um, I definitely did consider, but I knew that I had very little chance of picking him. And also, I prefer his brother, uh, but that's just my personal preference. I, uh-huh. Shut your mouth. We don't talk about picks. Um, uh, that's fair. Um, I, I don't fully disagree with you either. Um, okay, uh, Matt. Um, you are now on the clock. Uh, where are you going? All right. I'm going to go with the protagonist. And, of course, I'm going to pick Indiana Jones. And I'm going to pick him from uh, Last Crusade. So Indiana Jones, of course, is one of the greatest characters of all time of anything. So, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford is just fantastic in the character, his charisma and the adventures. And uh, Last Crusade in particular, I think it takes everything from – the other films and then adds on to it with his uh, interplay with uh, Sean Connery's his father. Uh, he gets to drive a boat. He gets to fight a tank. He actually gets to uh, help solve the climax instead of just being tied to a pole with his eyes closed. So this is definitely a uh, first round pick, I think. Um, just to make it clear, I may have been back and forth on this. You took Indy. Indy's off the board. Doesn't matter if anybody wanted to do Raiders. You you have Indy. So um, I a hundred percent. I I take it for the trilogy overall. But um, yeah, great choice. I think um, I think this is one of the starts that Brian had in the previous when he took Ford from the eighties and just was able to like capitalize on all that. And I think that's just one of the most like locked in perfect choices. Um, uh, I think villains a little bit more like um, has options, but I think like indie to think about that, these two decades and try to think of a protagonist that does three movies, but is so strong in all three. It's it's a super strong choice. I love the choice. Again, I've said it numerous times. Han Solo is great, but he's not, no Indiana Jones in my opinion. I love Indy. Uh, it's my favorite uh, character. One of my favorite characters. Um, I can't wait to see him come back for his fourth film. Uh, we'll see what happens. But <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> Rue, uh, you're about to go. Was this on your board at all? Uh, yeah, uh, another one that was on my list. And to be clear, so are you saying like Indiana Jones? can't be picked at all the movie's gone 
Uh, in any yeah, protagonist. Yeah, the protagonist. In so no one can pick him as a protagonist. He is not. Okay. Um, he was uh, he was a thought, but I don't think I was ever going to pick him. Um, I, again, I think I'm going. I'm not going chalk on the on, on this list. So only a couple of them. I'm going like full chalk, but the rest eh, I got other people I like more than Indy. Oh, I can just imagine. There's a reason why I tried to get you on the show. Uh, Kirk, um, you missed it in the draft originally for Ford in the 80s. Did you want Indy in this draft? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's he's the – I mean, this was – when I made my list, this was the first thing I wrote down. Uh, so, yeah, that's definitely first-round viable pick. Yeah, um, Jake, you kind of had a, like a visceral reaction. Did you? Is was Indy your choice? He he was the number one uh, protagonist I had for my draft, and I was like, if I if I for some reason I'm the first if I go up first, I'd probably pick him just to spite Matt and uh, Brian, <laughs> just so I can say oh, I have Indian Jones. But uh, I knew that if yeah, based on the uh, the uh, the number I got, uh, the chances of getting him was uh, slim. So. Well, to be fair, you got to pick, and you did not accept the one spot. Fair point. It's a good point. I probably should have thought of that. Okay. Other options, so. oh my uh, Brian, did you have any back and forth, or did you already, like, I already took Indy in one draft. I probably don't need to take it. Well, back. you know, that was that was a kind of my deciding factor, because it was uh, it, that was my other possible number one pick. Um, it was definitely my, my number one pick for protagonist, but I assumed if I didn't take that first, it probably wouldn't come back to me. But I was like, you know what? Last time I started off with Ford, you know, let's change it up a little bit. And I could still use, right. you know, somewhere else in the draft. So we'll see. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, they do have movie as one of their categories. I think that is going to be the biggest wild card of the entire thing. It could seal or lose them the draft. Um, so, Rue, you're on the clock. Who you got? Uh, uh, I, I am picking a quote that kind of encapsulates basically this character in the entire movie, but I'm going to put it down in one quote, and it's a quote because he doesn't stop talking, even though it's long. And I'm going with Jules, Ezekiel 25, 17, because there's so many quotes you can have from Jules Winfield in Pulp Fiction. They can be really short, they can be really long, but if you want to just pick one that basically is the quote that is like, oh... It, it, it sums up who this man is, how charismatic, how hilarious, how serious he is. It's Ezekiel twenty five seventeen, um, and being able to actually like do the whole thing on uh, whatever the f- uh, monologuing, it was lovely. So going going with that uh, for my quote. Yeah, go check out the video store for that uh, when he does it. Um, yeah, super strong. Um, it's it, literally Samuel Jackson in the nineties in the sixth round is what Brian won the draft with. It's just <laughs> was such a solid and Pulp Fiction is just great. Uh, I, you know, the funny thing is you said quote and you were able to just say that and everybody knew exactly what you were talking about. The scene came back. Everybody knew, um, again, one of my favorite scenes in movie history is that. So uh, great, great choice. Um, interesting to go quote right away. I was wondering how, when quote was going to like fall off the board, I think, but if you're going to grab one strong one to grab right off the gate. So I think, and now you don't have to worry about somebody else taking something from you. And now you can just come back to that later. Day. Um, I thought Jules, Jules has so many is like, somebody might pick a Jules quote before I could pick one. So let me just get that. Uh, and, and yeah, that's why I went with that. Uh, Kirk, um, 
if I know you, I know you pretty well. I don't think quote was the number one thing on your mind in this round, but if it was, would this be a one that you would have thought of? Yeah, I mean, this movie. I mean, there's a lot you could take from this movie. So this, that, that, and that's the maybe the most iconic one. So um, if I was going to take this movie, it's probably would have been top of the list. Uh, Jake. Uh, I definitely considered Pulp Fiction for uh, many categories, um, and I don't know if I quote was definitely one I just completely blanked on, and I feel like an idiot because I love uh, that quote. It's in high school I memorized that quote and did, and recited that in religion class, and I thought that was uh, pretty funny. <laughs> That's fantastic, um, Brian. Uh, again, you, these. These guys can only use Pulp Fiction one, or they can only use a movie one time. So, like, they can't over, they can't just use their entire list or something. So, I know you're big on Pulp Fiction. Would this have been one of your quotes that you may have used, or, or it's is possible. It on I mean, there definitely was on the list of you know brainstorming stuff. Uh, but, but again, it's one of those things where it's like there's so many possibilities that I mean, I. It could, you could, I mean, Pulp Fiction, there's still other quotes in that movie you could use for that matter. It's, it's just such a quotable movie, but that is probably the most iconic one. And Matt, another person that I know is a big fan of this movie. Um, your thoughts on this uh, and the third pick overall? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, that, that's a bold strategy putting that as the third pick, I think. Uh, but uh, Pulp Fiction has so much to choose from, but that is definitely, I think, the quote of the film. So if, if you wanted it, now's a great time to take it. Yeah, because, yeah, it would be really bad if somebody chose a quote from it and then you were sitting there just like, well, I have to compare them. It's bad. Um, Kirk, you're on the clock. Um, how's the laptop battery first? And then what's your pick? It's holding up for now. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, so in going over the categories, I mean, honestly, for most categories, it's an embarrassment of riches. There's so many good picks. Uh, so for first round, I kind of went through all of my, you know, top five, top six, top seven picks for everything. And I said, okay, what rises to the top further than anything else? Um, and for me, it was duo. And I'm going with Andy and Red from Shawshank Redemption for my duo. Um, these guys are, I mean, maybe the best movie duo of all time. Just the friendship and the relationship and just where it starts and where it ends in the movie is just is just you know, one of the greatest movies of all time, and it's built around this relationship, this friendship. So, um, to me, this was a no-brainer for this category. Wow. That's a really strong pick. I love that all three, all th four people have went completely different categories. We've had a villain protagonist <laughs> quote and duo off the board. Jake, you gotta take your movie now. Sorry you're locked in. Uh, <laughs> it sucks. Uh, we can't break a good thing. I was thinking about this the longest time because I messaged a few people that couldn't be on the show, but I was like, I need a fifth one, and I don't want to do like location because we did location in Disney, but Disney worked in location. This nineties, eighties, you could done. It's. I think there's some choices, but I don't think it's as good. But I think eighties, nineties, looking back of like the duos in film is like that was like a staple in the eighties and nineties of two like the duos or the buddy cops or something like that being uh, featured. I put a lot of people down, and I just don't know why this didn't cross my mind when I was thinking of it, but that's 100% of a home run pick. I think that's a first-round pick. I think when you think of duos, I mean, that's what that's what you cling into in that movie is those two and that relationship and the ending. So I think it's a strong, strong pick. Um, Rue, did duos cross your mind for these two? 
Andy, you were uh, As I was going through um, protagonists and I saw Andy and I saw Red, I was like, this would be a good duo to pick. Um, somebody will grab them. I know they will. Uh, wasn't going to be my duo. It's not going to be my duo, but I, I definitely see why you have those two. And again, e- either of those two can be somebody's protagonist on their own. Fair. Um, Matt, thoughts on um, this duo? Yeah, that's, a, that's definitely a really strong pick for duos. They are uh, really great together. I love that they had to tack on the ending of them meeting on the beach because the people at the screenings were like, what happens to them at the end? They, they, they had to give them the happy ending of them reuniting. So, yeah, great pick. Uh, Brian, thoughts on this as the uh, duo from – I know your thoughts on Shawshank as a whole. So, uh, did this yeah, I, I didn't have it on my list, but I, honestly, I just didn't didn't think of it. Um, it's, it's, just, it's one of those movies that's like uh, – it's a strong choice. It just wouldn't be for me. Yeah. And Jake, you're about to draft. Uh, did duos cross your mind? Did these two cross your mind at all? Actually, no. But I was thinking of other categories. Okay. I think it's a real strong pick. Um, good, strong round. Everybody picked one that no one, like, again, I think I think if Spence is here, chaos would have ensued because there would have been something where I'm like, what? But, um, Jake, you're on the clock. What's your pick? Okay, so I actually was going to pick movie, and I am still going to pick movie. And I'm thinking of what I undoubtedly think is one of the best movies of the 90s, uh, Best Picture Winner, Signs of the Lambs. I think um, when we look back at the uh, best crime films, uh, some of the best best picture winners, uh, I think Signs of the Lambs is one of the best. Um, the relationship that Clary Starling has with Hannibal Lecter and their sort of dynamic, I think is just really uh, incredible. Um, Anthony Hopkins, of course, is fantastic in the role. Um, even for, uh, bloody Ted Levine is just like incredible. Buffalo Bill. Um, there's a lot of tension and stakes, especially in that last 20 minutes when she's in the house. And I just think it's uh, a film that it's it's hard to find people detractors of the movie and people who don't like the movie because it's just so riveting and engaging. If Coho was behind the, I figured it out. If Coho was behind the scenes, uh, he'd throw up the pandering really fast on this one. Um, Definitely not my instrument. What I was doing. Um, but I will not um, allow that because I think that's just a really good choice. Um, I mean, it's my fifth favorite movie of all time. I love this movie. I think, again, it tells a lot about me. Like, I like Silence of the Lambs probably a little bit more than most should watch it. Uh, um, I passed psych test. I'm probably I'm not crazy, um, but yeah, I think it's a brilliant. I think it's brilliant. I mean, Hopkins is only in the film for a total of like 19 minutes, and he just absolutely like kills like every scene he's in, and he's the one you leave off with. Um, I think there's just a lot of choice from 80s and 90s. I don't know where everyone's going because I think with five people and you say, hey, pick five movies, like, that's just, where will it rank? Again, not, again, half the people don't care what I think, which is fair, but to have to have Silence of the Lambs at five <laughs> there is a really good choice. I did not expect it from you at all. Um, I don't know if we've talked about Silence of the Lambs, but yeah, what a really great choice. Um, to the panel, I'll just raise it up. We can have like open forum. Movie this early, I think, is a quite like I wouldn't say it's a questionable draft position, but it's like the fact that four people to try to steal this one from you, I don't know if it's a possibility, but like, did you guys have this on your radar? Like, 
Um, or were you guys, I guess you don't have to say it, but are you waiting for movies till a later point? Like, I think you pressured him into it when you said like, we all picked yeah. different categories. <laughs> I was looking, I'm trying to figure out which category should I go with first? Cause it kind of was tough on a, on the choice, but I think movie was kind of the one I was going to pick anyway, but you definitely planted that uh, idea in my brain. And plus he has two back to back. So he, you know, yeah, it's fair. He could stand um, did anybody have silence of the limbs at the movie that they were going to pick? For, I mean, it was it was it was on the short list. It would have been a first pick. It was on the short list. So honestly, this there's so much you can pick on any of these categories. It's really yeah. just what are you scared somebody else is going to pick before. So like, mm-hmm. I think all five of us might be going with completely different strategies. All and you have to wait a long time till you get back to your picks after these two. So to get your movie out of the way and not have to worry about it and let them all take different categories, pretty smart. Um, okay, um, what is your Second your your second choice. So I have now gone movie. I'm gonna go with the first couple choices. I'm gonna take like the, the popular ones or the ones that I think people will definitely consider and then go for like my personal preference in the later rounds. So I'm gonna go villain. Um and I had <laughs> I actually had a lot of fun with this category and there was a lot that I really wanted to um I, I considered. Um but I think I'm gonna go with arguably the most well, probably top three greatest villains of the eighties and nineties. Um I think when you think of villain, you think of intimidation, you think of uh, how scary they are. And I think there's nothing more unstoppable than a uh, a robot sent from the future made out of liquid metal. And I'm going with the T one thousand. I I think what as a kid watching Terminator two and seeing the T one thousand was the most uh intimidating it was supposed it was one of the scariest uh, characters and i definitely remember having nightmares about him i just think the idea that he is almost unstoppable and indestructible is definitely a huge factor in why he's he works effectively and the fact that he is a, a challenge for the t100 uh, schwarzenegger terminator is just creates a, a great action scenes and that whole highway chase at the end is just like incredible and then, then the steel move at the end just like brilliant stuff i also just think robert patrick is just like it's one of those perfect performances of just like no emotion whatsoever and the way physically he's able to move is just fantastic gonna get zero complaints from me i think this is by far best sci-fi villain of all time like up there non-fan i'm not trying to panda this is just picking the best Everybody watched Mayhem at the Multiplex. All I'm saying is I think this is a damn good choice. Um, uh, this is very, very fucking painful to hear. I knew when I did this topic, like, it could possibly be this way. No one knows besides two other people. Let's call what I'm talking about. But fucking hell. Uh, great damn choice. Uh, Kirk, I really am curious. Was this on your short list whatsoever? Uh... Think about making this pick. There's another non-fandom sci-fi <laughs> that I'm thinking about, um, but no, um, no, this is this is good. I mean, the T1000 is is scary. Yeah, like Pretty a Jason Voorhees or something, you know. Um, uh, uh, Rue, uh, thoughts on uh, T1000? Great pick. Uh, I don't think it'd be one that I would consider. Well, I'd consider it if I had like my other ones above it. Uh, chosen, but uh, great pick. Extremely, extremely. Uh, uh, Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah, solid pick. Uh, I kind of had him in mind for something else for another date, so I didn't want to kind of use him again <laughs> in hopes that that ever happens one day. So, uh, yeah, that's why I didn't pick him. 
Uh, and uh, Brian, your thoughts on uh, two of yeah, Well, he's the second person this week to c- convince me with a good argument of why he's the best villain. So, yeah. That's right. You're one of the best people in this community. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says about you. Um, all right, Kirk, you're on the clock. Oh, man. There's so many good choices uh, to pick. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go. And now, just to be clear, if somebody else picks something from a movie, it's still open. That movie's still available to everybody else, right? Yes. Okay. Um, then I'll do my protagonist, and I'll go John McClane. Okay. Um, and I just think, yeah, I mean, again, as Gruber deserves the uh, deserves all the accolades he gets as a great villain, but McClane is just such a great, you know, everyman hero. And I'm going with John McClane from the first Die Hard. Uh, before they kind of made him a superhero. Um, so I think this is just the best iteration of the character. Uh, just him coming in and really flying by the seat. I mean, he, he kind of reminds me of Indiana Jones in a lot of ways where it's just, it's kind of, he's put in a situation and he has to just make things up as he goes along. And he's not necessarily the big action hero. He just rises to the occasion. And just, you know, there's little things like him not having shoes on and having to, like, the whole subplot of him trying to, you know, cover his feet and everything. Just so many little touches like that. Um, so much great dialogue, so many lines, a lot of, a lot of good, great things. Uh, greatest action movie of the 80s. Uh, one of the greatest protagonists of all time. You don't like when he can figure out four gallons of water? Like... <laughs> Like perfectly or for well, how much I don't know, but um, uh, this is a really good choice. Um, does Kirk? I have an honest question. Yes. Does he bring the Christmas spirit out of you? When <laughs> you <see John? laughs> he, he brings the Fourth of July Christmas spirit out of me because that's what this movie oh. released in July. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no, but I think this is really ch- tough. I I thought it was interesting. Brian went first, picked Hans. McLean, I knew was going to get picked at some point. So, like, now the battle. Um, yeah. I think you picked the right movie. I think he's top tier. When I think of 80s, 90s, he's up there with, like, an indie in my book. So, really great choice. Um, uh, Jake, did you consider John McLean at all? I definitely consider John McLean, yeah, in in, uh, in uh, Heroes, a uh, protagonist, for sure. Definitely a big one. Um, Rue, it's about to you. You haven't had a protagonist yet. Was McLean on your list? He was definitely on my list. Uh, I knew somebody was going to get him. I would not be surprised if uh, we don't hear John McLean in one way or another again before the end of the night. Uh, so, yeah, definitely on my list. It was like a Lion King in Disney. It just happened like three in a row. Like it was crazy. Um, Matt, um, thoughts on uh, John McLean? Because you took Indy. Was John McLean your second choice? Oh yeah, if, if I couldn't get Indy, then John McClane was definitely high up on the list. I would have taken him though from uh, Die with a Vengeance, where he saves New York City while suffering from a horrible hangover. But that's just me. Still one of my favorite scenes is when they throw the throw the headache out of it. It's still so good. Um, uh, and Brian, um, the first thing I ever knew about you is being the diehard guy. Um, I think you had like the highest accuracy and like the full amount of random. For random time. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> um, but was this a cons- was this a tough battle between the two taking Gruber over? Yeah, I mean, I, obviously he was high on my list for protagonists. Um, Indiana Jones been first, but he's very well could have been my second choice. But you know, that was only possible if I was not going to take Hans Gruber because obviously he's off the board for me. So, uh, so 
happened, Kirk? All yours. <laughs> I know. All right, Rue, you're, Rue, you're on the. You're the only one to take quotes right now. Uh, what is your next pick? Uh, I'm still going through my mind with a lot of these. I have one that I know I'm getting, and I'm probably going to get last because nobody's picking what I'm going to pick with this. So I, I'm still trying to figure out out of the other three categories where to go. And I'm just going to go with the one I, I kind of like uh, got stuck on. If, if I, I know these two movies, two movies I was going to make sure were on my list were Pulp Fiction and the one I'm using for my best movie, which I consider the best comedy of all time. And there's a, somebody, a couple of people on here who might pull it if I don't get it, uh, maybe down the line. So I said, fuck it, get it now. I know I want these two movies on my list. One was Pulp Fiction, but the best comedy of all time uh, and my best movie that I'm picking is Coming to America. Oh, it's a movie coming to America. Okay. Yep. You can talk about coming to America a little bit if you want. Um, it again, I've said it. It's the best uh, comedy of all time. It's probably one of the most quotable movies of all time. There were so many of those quotes that I was thinking of, of choosing as well. Um, I, truthfully, I think four out of the five categories uh, coming to America can fill. Um, and shoot, if if you want to say Randy Watson is an antagonist because he sings like shit, maybe you put him in, in, in your favorite villain too. But it is there is there is not a funnier, more quotable, more likable uh, comedy that I can think of in any decade ever. Um, the fact that nobody picked Eddie Murphy's '80s run on y'all draft, I was yelling at everybody like, "What are y'all doing?" Like that that would have been a number one pick for me. And coming to America is. Is the choice so it's if Harrison it's, Ford it's was just, not on there, Eddie Murphy very possibly would have been my choice. Uh, and yeah, and I was in all of that, so I needed to bring Eddie in, uh, and come to America to encapsulate all of it. Is, is the one thing. that's a hundred percent fair. Um, I've been on record, I love coming to America, it's up there in my favorite comedy of all time. It's not my number one, um, but it's definitely probably my top five. I find it absolutely just insane what they were able to do i've never watched coming to america 2 because i just i don't i yeah i, I just don't believe it matters <laughs> no one not one person that likes the first one told me to like the second one so yeah i still uh I, the queen scene will always be like the thing like one of the scenes that i laugh the hardest at is like like you sure yeah i'm sure they're like yeah and then everything gets taken it's just it's just it's comedic gold. I really do. Um, I I always tell I, again some of the humor just probably doesn't land with like younger audiences now, but I still think it's one of the, the funniest movies out there. Um, so two movies off the board. We have Sons of Lambs and Coming to America, both in my top one hundred. Really interesting choices. Um, Matt, uh, was this on your list? Um, were you thinking about? Because um, I think comedy is a really interesting thing to grab. Like I think that's a some people probably would stay away from them, but I think that's a really good choice. Were you, was this on your list at all? Uh, it wasn't on for movie. I did have it on for a short list for another category. I think you probably could have gone maybe another round or two without picking this one, but uh, hey, you got it, so it's yours now. That's true. Um, Brian, thoughts on Coming to America? Uh, I enjoy it, but it wasn't in the running for me for my movie of the year. I, I agree that he probably could have gotten this a couple rounds later. That's fair. Um, and, um, uh, Jake thoughts on coming to America. Um, yeah, I really like coming to America. Um, it's been a couple of years since I've seen it. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. I have a 
sometimes I have a struggle with 80s comedies just because that's not my decade that I like am super strong with. Like I'm, I, grew, I, was, I was born in 98, so I'm always going to, there's always going to be like a, uh, like what you were saying, like a, just a connection, a generation thing with, with 80s comedies. But I found Coming to America to be uh, surprisingly funny. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Kirk, thoughts on it? Yeah, knowing Rue and having hosted him on a top 100, I knew that Coming to America would be somewhere on his list. I just didn't know where. And yeah, if I was going to pick a comedy uh, from this time frame, this would probably be the one. Um, okay. Um, Matt, you're on the clock. You have the you have protagonist. You need the other four. What are you taking right now? Uh, I think I'm actually going to go with the quotes this time. And I'm going to go with, hello, my name is Nigga Matoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. One of yeah. my uh, favorite characters and one of my favorite movies and one of the best lines. It pretty much uh, sums it all up right there. Yeah, I think if you're going to take a quote, like, of something from Princess Bride that is not the movie, I think this quote is probably, like, the best thing to pick. Um, again, I, another movie that's in my top 100. I absolutely adore this movie. I don't, I can't even tell how many times I've seen this movie. I've probably seen this movie a lot more than most films on, uh, even my top 100. Um, it just has always been like a family, uh, movie. Um, but yeah, that quote, I mean, I've heard it overquoted for my entire life. Um, that's the one bad thing because when everybody thinks they can do a good, good of it and you're just like good one and you're like can you stop um doing the show for enough times people brian loves when people quote stuff so this is like his favorite one of the subcategories i've ever put on there but uh, yeah again i think this honestly this is one of those things that i would have picked this probably over a movie over the movie and that's tough but i think it's that has that strong of staying power i think both quotes picked already crazy like good like tell you exactly what you're talking about and know exactly the scene and everything um uh uh Ru, you didn't pick you picked the were you consider would you have considered princess bride at all for your quote uh i would have uh like i said i didn't uh coming being on and coming off and then jumping on last minute i didn't prep as much but uh this quote would have definitely been probably number two uh or three Probably two or three. Um, if I started looking into it, looking into it for sure. That's right. Uh, Kirk, uh, thoughts on it? Um, no, solid, iconic '80s line, um, and again from another quotable movie. Um, probably the best line from it. Uh, Jake uh, did not consider it at all, but it is like just a great line, and should have probably thought of Princess Bride. And Brian. Yeah, this was probably my number one pick for a for a quote. Um, I did not expect it to get picked this early, so I dropped the ball there. But like I said, I got plenty of others. But yeah, it's a great pick, great pick. Yeah, right before you too. I don't know if you would have took quotes right then, but it's definitely on the brain now. Um, all right, um, Brian, you're gonna have two in a row here. But uh, what's the one to close out round two? Um, a couple different ways I can go here. Um, I guess I'm going to go with duo. Okay. Let's pick which one I want. Um, 
sure why not. Um, I, the movie's already been used once, um, but I'm going to use it again because they're just one of the best duos in film, and that is Jules and Vincent from Pulp Fiction. Uh, the two of them together, I mean, in, individually, they're great characters, especially Samuel Jackson's Jules, but the two of them together, the way they bounce off to each other, their relationship, just the way they talk to each other, it's just, they make that entire movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think that's a really good um, choice. Um, I again, that's where it's tough. Like, where do you take? What do you pick? And I, it's like, now I got to go with the quote versus the duo. I think that duo is so strong. Um, damn. Um, I think the like the scene when they're driving in the car and um, he sh they shoot. Oh, uh, what's his name? Marvin. Marvin, Marvin, I shot Marvin. Marvin. Yeah, like that's just one of the great scenes in that movie. Um, how they, how he's just like so angry, and how Vincent's like so calm throughout it, and they just play off each other. I think it's a really, really good duo. Again, crazy how I, I don't know why this duo just, just didn't pop in my head. I guess I was thinking acting duos for a little bit, and then I started thinking that's a really strong one. That's a, and both duos off the board came from the year '94. Like that's a, <laughs> it's a good year for duos. Um, Matt, it's coming back to you. Was this on your list for um, uh, duos? I actually hadn't thought of it, but it, it's definitely a great one. It's better than half the stuff I have on my list for duos. So yeah, great pick. Fair, fair. Um, Rue, any consideration to not do the quote and do the duo? Yes, uh, Pulp Fiction was in consideration for everything. Um, but I, uh, I made the decision, uh, where to go chalk and where not to. Uh, and, uh, that's why I picked the quote, uh, immediately because I know I'm, I'm fairly positive, 95% positive my duo is not pick. So that'll be a while. That's fair. <laughs> fair. I don't know where you're going, but this is going to be great. Kirk, um, you picked Andy and Red. Was this in consideration for your duo? Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for Andy and Red for me, like I said, that was kind of the runaway pick. But uh, this is definitely a, uh, would have been, you know, a, a strong runner-up if I could get that one. And Jake, was this oh, in your I, duo list? I definitely considered uh, Jules and Vincent for sure. Yeah, that's fair. All right, Brian, you get another pick. Um, what do you got? I think he drafted fifth in the other draft, and now he's just. I did. I did. Uh, he's able to work the opposite in this one, get a yeah. first overall um, pick, and then work his way around. Is it a movie or. This is tough. Um, it is. You know, I'm going to go protagonist. I, I had a bunch of choices on there, and I really like all of them, but then when I just. I didn't think of before, but just came across and realized I really like this for a pick for protagonist. Um, it's not like, you know, I, I don't think it's like the best movie of, of the decade or anything like that, but the protagonist is so unique and creates such a character that you just know who this person is. Uh, the great performance by the actor. And that is uh, the dude, Jeffrey Lebowski um, as portrayed by Jeff Bridges. Um, I know not everyone loves this movie and I get it. Uh, you know, the Coen brothers, I, I think all their movies tend to be kind of divisive depending on, what your tastes are and i guess cody must be one that didn't like it because he just left um <laughs> but 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 again it's like whether or not you you like this, this the story i think that he just it's such an original character like almost in in any action movie they at least are you know 
tend to be similar to a lot of other characters in a lot of comedies they tend to be similar to other comedies but this is somebody who is really just so unique he has his own voice to him just the way he talks the things he says uh and then just the way he reacts to everything goes on around him i just love this performance I had to let my dog outside. Um, <laughs> I, I've been on the record. I think Big Lebowski is a shit movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like it at all. Nope, I don't think it's that great. Um, what, Jake? What were you going to say? <laughs> I'd say something. Uh, sorry, this is a bad call. Yeah, talk shit, get hit, okay? Um, <laughs> um, I heard you last night on Logged It. Don't worry. Um, uh, but... I think Jeff Bridges owes a lot to this performance because he's carried it from the rest of his career. Like, this is what he's been doing ever since then. Um, <clears throat> him and Walter, basically, are the two standouts in this movie for me that I understand. You like? Fine. I think they have their own moments. Do I think they're as funny as people say? No. But when you think of an iconic person, the dude is that person. So, as much as I don't like the movie... As much as I think you could have picked a better protagonist, <laughs> overall, when you put up the board, Vincent and um, Jules, uh, Hans Gruber and the dude for 80s and 90s, you have a strong three, <laughs> regardless of what people say. So that's pretty good. Um, you had your protagonist, uh, Matt, so no fear of that getting taken from you. But what's your thoughts on the dude? Oh, I mean, I love the dude. The dude was on my uh, short list there. And like like you said, unfortunately, a uh, side effect was it kind of did kind of ruin a lot of Jeff Bridges' performances since this. But uh, but uh, yeah, I just I just kind of love how he's just kind of going through the movie as all these wacky adventures are going on around him. And he just uh, keeps getting on. So the dude abides. Fucking <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> Dude uh rue thoughts on um this um because you took movie and quote so protagonist and villain are wide open was this on your list uh no not at all um i've seen this movie once it was cool um and the dude is a great character but he's not i i, I saw this because the only reason i've seen this is because i had to debate come up that's it um uh, uh, I, I was scared uh, the way the way Brian was going and was talking uh, that you said unique. I was like, oh, eh, maybe, maybe not, uh, but definitely not on my list. But I, I don't blame him for it. Um, isn't it real interesting when you watch movies for debate and they don't matter at the end? Yeah, it sucks. Um, uh, <laughs> Kirk, uh, thoughts on uh, the dude? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I I'm kind of the same boat as you. I don't love this movie. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's just insanely overhyped. Um, I don't, it's not one of my favorite Coen brothers, but the dude isn't the biggest problem for me at all. Yeah. Um, and Jake, um, one of the people that, uh, kisses the ass of the Coens, um, <laughs> what? any, any quirky director out there, Jake's got a, got something to do with. I, I, um, I like interesting tastes in filmmakers. Um, I, I love the dude and I definitely had considered, uh, I considered the dude for, for protagonist. Um, yeah, it's, it's a great pick. I, it's a great movie as well. I don't want. I hate the slander of Big Lebowski. I have to be the one to say it. it's a great fucking movie. I'm really interested too. When did Magnolia come out? I know we're not supposed 99. to name it. 
I'm really surprised that you did and picked uh, Silence of the Lambs instead of... I'm not going to lie, I definitely considered Magnolia as well. <laughs> well that's disgusting of you. You should go see a doctor. Um, uh, all right, um, Matt, you're on the clock. Um, I think I'm going to go with duos. And in order to uh, keep my video store membership, I'm going to have to draft Jay and Silent Bob. This is definitely one of the duos of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> they, they hang out around convenience stores and malls. They ruin game shows. They fight shit demons and fallen angels. I mean, they do it all. And they really uh, compliment each other while they're doing it. Jay is just uh, talking constantly. Of course, Silent Bob only talks when he has some profound shit to say. So uh, they just make a great team and a fantastic duo. I'm not here to tell anybody that they're wrong. <laughs> but holy shit, you're wrong. <laughs> of duos of the 80s and 90s, you just picked Nasario and Mike as a people. Like, it's just stupidity. I, I'm not a big fan of Kevin Smith films. I just am not. I don't understand that. Like, it was like a weird time for for this community, like, a lot of people were on the view askew, like, like bandwagon, like, everybody was like, I, I saw him, like, three trivia matches a week at some point, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on, and then now, it's kind of died away, which awesome. Um, but, yeah, of duos, I mean, it's just really hard within the duo category, you could have got this way later, I think, and then the duos with, um, Andy and Red and Vincent and Thane, you put Janza above. Those two show up to the door. They'd be like, you can't get in. Yeah, sure. You're not inviting the club. <laughs> um, Rue, you're about up. Was this your duo? Uh, not my duo. Uh, two questions, Matt. Were you scared after what I said so you went with them first? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Second question. What movie uh, are you picking them from? If I had to pick one, it'd be Dogma. Yes. Uh, I got introduced to Jake and Silent Bob through Dogma and have loved them ever since. Uh, this is a brilliant choice, sir. Uh, <laughs> after a couple that I had considered, I saw them, I was like, I would pick them. If, if, I, if I couldn't pick the other ones I want, Jay and Silent Bob are definitely up there for me. Um, they are absolutely hilarious. Uh, and and I, I, I applaud you, sir. <laughs> um, Kirk, I know if Andy and Red and uh, Vincent <laughs> and uh, uh, Jules was not there, this was going to be your pick? Uh, no, I mean, for I mean, if we're going like with like clerks, like they're great in clerks. I remember clerks, when they're great. You're like, more rats, okay, cool to see those guys again. Uh, they're not, they don't ever say they're uh, welcome and chase, chasing Amy. By the time you get to dogma, it's like, okay, I get it. And then when you get to you know, clerks two and the reboot, it's like enough of these guys. So, uh, no, this was not on my list. Uh, Jake, how close? I, I I had a thought of Jay and Silent Bob, but I was like, I think I like them more in their movie than anything they were in in the 90s, even though I do like Dogma and how they're used. Um, but I definitely had the thought, and I was like, well, there are other choices that I had. And I had a feeling someone here probably would have picked them. So They're great in Scream 3 as well. That's true. It's very, <laughs> very true. No one is good in Scream 3. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah, Scream 3 is the one that makes he's no... Opening. He's good in that. It, it makes no fucking sense. That movie is a fucking clusterfuck. Um, uh, you just took a duo. How close, Brian, was Jay and Silent Bob to making yours? Uh, 
you know, I didn't even think about them. I, I will say that in defense of like what Kirk said, that uh, by the time you got to Clerks 2 and, and Reboot and all that, but that's that, that's not eligible. This is 80s and 90s, so it's just 80s and 90s films. So, so even Scream, for that matter, is not eligible. Scream 3. But, uh, yeah. I mean, in the 80s and 90s, I had a lot of fun with them. I am not a fan of Chasing Amy, but they are a very small part of that movie. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, they're fun. I, I would not have picked them for mine, but I have no problem with that pick. Chasing Amy did not age well. Let's just leave it there. I'll tell you, after watching that first thing, I'm like, God damn. I still didn't hate it. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, okay, um, Rue, you're back on the clock. What do you got for me? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, Brian scared me for a second uh, when he said protagonist because I'm uh, I'm happy, though, because I'm going to protagonist, and I'm picking what I think is the arguably the greatest protagonist of all time, uh, definitely 80s and 90s, in the best movie of the franchise. Uh, I'm going Ellen Ripley in Aliens. Um, over Indy, over John, over all of them, I, I think Ellen Ripley, best sci-fi protagonist, if not best protagonist, one of the best protagonists, period, but definitely best sci-fi protagonist because you get somebody who is a badass, who is loving, you deal with her trauma, you deal with her ability to be resilient, you deal with uh, her being a mother, uh, you deal with all various aspects of this amazing woman uh, in one film, and she's in an, in, in an action sci-fi film, and you get more depth from her than a lot of characters over a span of movies. Um, as I said, I prefer Aliens over Alien. They're both amazing, but I prefer action uh, over somewhat slow horror. So uh, Ellen Ripley is, is my choice. You're picking her from Alien Resurrection, though, right? Just the best one. Yeah. Well, she's got coin in that one. You so also didn't get the memo. Uh, uh, Cody does not allow female picks on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. I, the funny thing is, I just did the math. In 42 picks, it took 42 picks <laughs> for somebody to draft a female in one of these cool. drafts. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> you were the first one to do it. Um, Brian with the most diverse picks last time, yet too. So uh, proud uh, that we're getting closer. Uh, just a uh, the myth. I do not tell players people what to pick. Um, just to let everybody know, uh, and I do not ban women from wireless. <laughs> so just- when I was watching, I legit said, "Did they say in the chat this is all actors? So actresses are next time." I was confused. I think I did say actors, but I and then I've met numerous times after actors and actresses. Um, I'll go to I'll go to Kirk because Kirk agrees with you wholeheartedly that Aliens is better than Alien. So thoughts on this pick? Yeah, um, any post-1980 Aliens movie I'm not interested in. So um, she's great in this movie. I mean, I, if we're looking at just the protagonist, um, but I try not to think about this movie too much, so uh, it wasn't on my radar. I'm going to put five scenes from it on top of 100 scenes. Um, uh, uh, Jake, uh, thoughts? Uh, do you have a protagonist yet? I uh, know, but, but I know. No, I don't. Not yet. Okay, well, we knew you weren't going to pick because it was a female. Um, but uh, <laughs> fuck you. Uh, I mean, you, you, this has been tradition since what 2018, That's I think. Dumb. I like God damn it. Team Me Too. Um, it's real. You and Ryan Permerson. Uh, but no, uh, what's your thoughts on this? Um, this is a great choice. Um, believe it or not, I did consider Alan Ripley for protagonist uh but i would have said alien because alien is better than aliens but that is just not in the 80s though so that's a good point uh fair <laughs> point i didn't think of that i should have thought of that he's uh, been out of normal movie um, trivia for too long he doesn't know yeah, right. <laughs> 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 
I well yeah. Uh, you know I would have said Alien Three because Alien Three. <laughs> um, Brian 100% agrees with you that Aliens over Alien. Um, how what do you think about the pick? I I like that pick a lot, and and I I mean I like her character in in all the movies. I mean I think that I mean well they took some weird turns with her in four, but technically that's not Ellen Ripley. So. Um, but I mean, I, I think that not only is it uh, a great, strong, you know, a female character you don't see, especially in like a sci-fi action movie as much, but just uh, just a character in general, regardless of gender. I think she's a great character. Absolutely. And Matt, any consideration? Oh, yeah, definitely. I actually had her on my short list for a couple of different categories. So, yeah, great pick. Okay. Um, Kirk, you're up. Okay, um, I think it's time to pull the trigger on the movie. And uh, my movie is going to be Back to the Future. Um, this is just one of the great, uh, you know, what? I mean, how you undercut my five five movie of all time and put my four right there. Pretty good strategy. Um, this is just, uh, I mean, I think this is one of the greatest scripts ever written. Um, just the way the story is told, uh, the setups and payoffs. Um, it's just a, a just a great uh, a, a great script and a great story, great plot. Um, just so well done. Um, you know the cast. It's it's so perfectly cast with Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd and uh, Crispin Glover. Uh, everybody just does such a well, great job. Um, yeah, uh, just again one of the most iconic you know action comedy family movies. It's the it's the prototypical '90s '80s movie, so um, definitely had to make the list. Yeah, um, I'm kind of in the opinion that I don't like. I don't want to see a lot of movies remade, but there are very few that I don't think should be remade. To be honest with you, because even though I don't want to see them, they could put a new twist on it. The one thing I don't want to see ever is a Back to the Future thing, because it was such of the time. And what it was able to accomplish. I think if you do it now, it's over CGI'd. It's too much fluff. Like there's just there's too much stuff to it to make it as brilliant of a film as it was back then. Um, this is my move. Like besides, like I won't name one, but like besides, like my top two movies of all time. This is like I'm mad. I'm feeling bad or whatever. This is like a quick go to just enjoy movie. I. It's like I get caught back up into like why I like movies and why I enjoy them. And like the comedy works so well in this movie. And I think that's something that a lot of people don't talk about of how actual like like slapstick this movie actually is with the jokes that they're able to pull off. And still after all these years still have the same the same like ability to um, pull off. And I think I think the sci-fi elements and stuff, what they're able to still accomplish, I think still looks really good all these years later. Some movies now couldn't even come close to it. Um, I won't say more because I was thinking another thing about the, in this draft. But yeah, when you're going to take Back to the Future, where you're going to take it, you take the whole, that's a really good choice. I, I love the pick. Um, uh, uh, Rue, any thoughts on Back to the Future being taken for the movie? Uh, not for me, but I knew it was going to be taken. Uh, there are so many movies here that you can you just consider. Uh, and Back to the Future is probably either the first or second on your list when you're like, what's actually the best movie of the crop? Um, so I knew it was going to be taken. Uh, so I, I steered clear. You know, if I was you, too, after 
one of the worst questions ever asked to a human being that I've ever seen from this. I don't blame you for never picking this movie. No offense. I don't blame you. And I don't don't need to. As me looking it up, I said, I couldn't tell you. And I know that movie backwards and forwards. Uh, Matt, any thoughts on this as your movie? Uh, not for me. It's definitely, of course, one of the movies I expected someone to pick. Uh, I personally would have gone with part two, but I'm a crazy person. I've come around on part two. I come around on part two, but I don't love it as much as the first one. Um, Brian, thoughts on, because you don't have a movie yet. You and Matt are the only two that don't have movies. Is that right? Right. So was Back to the Future on your list? Uh, it is. I almost chose it last round. I almost went with best movie and chose Back to the Future. Uh, but I have other options available. One major one, which only Matt hasn't chosen, and he can't chase it. So that might be my movie. So um, some safe. But yeah, great pick was was probably going to be was probably my first choice for just movie in general. That's fair. Um, and do I get Jake's opinion on this? Uh, no, but I can quickly Jake's. say that. Uh, What's your? Yeah, uh, Back to the Future is great. Uh, I can't deny. I can't say anything else. Like it's it's fantastic. It's uh, like the epitome of eighties blockbuster uh, films and just films in general. And uh, yeah, I think you could consider Back to the Future for almost every category. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, um, Jake, you're up. It's me. Um, okay, so I'm kind of mad at Rude because. My protagonist, I'm picking protagonists, and I was, and I'm picking a female protagonist. And I thought everyone's gonna say that I'm only doing that because we picked the female protagonist, and I'm just going on the bandwagon. Well, that's my heart would have stopped if you did it first (laughs) because I had this choice, and I'm going with uh, another Coen Brothers uh character, I'm going with who I think is the morally righteous uh Marge Gunderson from Fargo. I think when we think of just like just morally right characters of all of films, I think it's added to Spinch and, and Marge Gunderson. Like this is, they are just so like warm and just like, I just want to just meet this person and just say, Hey, you make me a better person in that sense. And also just the idea of just, you know, there's more to life than a little money, you know, and her morals and just her, her ideals and just her as a character. I think it's just so much fun to watch. And I think a huge part of that is, one, the writing from the Coens and also the performance by Frances McDormand. And she just has many great zingers that I also considered for uh, for quotes, but I thought the character uh, was the best representation of that. And I am picking much Gunderson. I think that's a really strong choice um, when protagonists, because um, it's the one, one of the more characters you really want to root for in that film um, that you enjoy seeing. She's just so nice, so just whole heart, like she's just the nicest person like her and her husband like i'll make you breakfast no you're not no i'm making breakfast and they have like that moment before they leave it's so like such a sweet moment in that film and i think she's just like well no need to get snippy with me like there's just so many parts of that movie that she's just so good in um it's becoming and this is no shot to you i don't think that's it's not gonna affect your draft marge gunderson's just become an oversaturation right now for me it's just because it was on top 100 we brought it on the characters draft co uh bar and boat and everybody talks about it. so i've talked to nauseam about marge gunderson over the past like three months but i think she's a super solid and of the 90s and 90s i think i honestly no shot of brian i think marge gunderson's probably the better pick than the dude in my opinion but i think that's a really strong choice um Kirk, thoughts on this, and we'll go around the horn. 
yeah, I mean, I, I do think this is uh, out of the two cone picks. I think this is definitely a stronger one. Again, I don't love this movie as much as everybody else does. Um, but I just think she's such an interesting character in that it's this like gritty film noir type of movie, and you just drop like this completely wholesome character into that and just kind of set her loose to figure things out. And just the way she does that on her own terms, in her own way, without like being corrupted by everything else going on around her is really cool. Um, so yeah, really good character, really good protagonist. Uh, I did not consider her at all because I also consider that Fargo to be one of probably the most overhyped movies I've heard. Uh, when I finally saw it, I was like, really? This this is it? So uh, I would have to see it again and really get the full Marge Gunderson experience because I was just like the entire time watching it, like this movie is is just here for me. So I couldn't appreciate her as much, even though I like I, I felt her. Uh, so maybe next time I watch it, I can appreciate her a little bit more, even though the, so I already know the rest of the movie is just, it's good, uh, but not as greatest of all time as I've heard, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think it's a great pick. Uh, it wasn't on my short list, but I'm really happy that the uh, movie's being represented in the draft. So uh, definitely. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this movie. I mean, I, I think it's all right. Uh, I, I do think that uh, uh, Frances McDormand is great in this role, as she is in most everything she does. Uh, but for me, the best thing that came out of this movie was when I worked at the video store and it came out. And we had the wood chipper <laughs> snow globe. And it had both the white snow and the red that floated around inside when you shook it oh, out. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That was cool. Um, but yeah, I I would not have picked this. Um, but she's a, I mean she's a strong enough pick. I am uh, surprised that he picked it this round because he's the only person that hadn't picked a protagonist. So he could have waited until the last pick of the entire draft to take it. But whatever. That's a good point. <clears throat> That's strategy, King Brian over there. You don't just <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> he's got this shit ready to go. Um, I should have consulted him on a thing I did on Sunday. Um, uh, 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 all right, so uh, I wish. Oh, fuck it, I don't care. At this point, um, what was your um, uh, what's your next pick? Yeah. Uh, so did you last two you have is what? So so I did villain and movie for the first two rounds, and then uh, third, and line. So I've got I've still got duo and line. And okay. Spoiler alert: It's one of those. Um, I, I'm picking the best line. So. I'm picking best line. Um, and I really, this was really tough. Uh, actually, of all the categories, this was the toughest one for me. I, I considered a, a couple uh, a couple from just one movie that I just love, um, but I don't know if that's strong enough for this. And one of them has a strong protagonist, and I decided to go with Marge because I thought the protagonist, if I, if I took Marge, then that means I could take the protagonist, and it means I could go with the line. I'm going with it's one of the greatest... Uh, last sentence lines one of those lines to end a movie ever um i think of when when a hero defeats a deadite in the uh s march uh, shop <laughs> should have a triumphant moment where he says hail to the king baby and i'm talking about army of darkness uh i think that line just is a perfect summation of the character of ash williams but also just how over the top that that movie is and it's just that is a line I've seen just used like in other like it's a it's a line that's transcended just the movie itself and I've like Duke Nukem and other like games and you know, that's a line that people <coughs> remember even if they don't know it's from Army of Darkness but I just think Hail to the King Baby is such an over the top funny uh, line that's just so hilarious that it's great. Um, just just there's no um, shot at anybody but um, 
just let's just in sub T just watch Anaconda and gave it one star. So, um, I mean that's that's fair. I think that's, that's a fair rating, but it's only a half star better. It's just man, crazy. <laughs> the kid I'm needs help. Um, uh, uh, but um, you let your son watch Anaconda with John Voight. What is wrong with you? Be a better dad. Um, anyways, uh, I think. <laughs> This is a bad pick, but this is a good pick for you too. <laughs> this is why it's bottom of the round. Like this is why I didn't right do this because um, I watched this with Mike and Nazario on call, <laughs> so this movie is a lot better in my eyes with those two than it ever would have been by myself. <laughs> and when that line did happen, I think Mike yelled it why it happened. So like it did, like he was pumped about it. Um, I think it, as soon as you said it, I knew exactly what it came from. Like, it's stuck in my head that much. So I think, okay, but yeah, that's weird. Of all the quotes <laughs> and all the quotes and all the lanes, that's the one you chose. Interesting. Um, Absolutely. Uh, Kirk, do you have a quote yet? I do not. Was this your quote? <laughs> it wasn't. It's a good, you know, even though I don't love the movie, and again, this is like this whole. You know the the the, the whole. Uh, this is my franchise. Uh, it's a great quote. Um, you know, out of context, it's a it's a really solid quote. So not a bad pick. Um, Rue, uh, any consideration for you? No, uh, though Army of Darkness is the only uh, Ash movie I've ever seen. Didn't even know Evil Dead was a thing before watching Army of Darkness, and I loved it. Uh, so great pick. Um, Matt, I know you're probably a big fan of this. Um, thoughts? Oh, definitely. Uh, if I didn't get Indy, I was going to take Ashley Williams as my uh, protagonist. So, uh, Groovy Jake. I also heard some troubling news about you about liking a certain Friday the 13th more than some. And I watched that movie, and you need help. Um, uh, you're a trash can. <laughs> In person, stop talking. Um, uh, Brian, uh, thoughts on this quote? Yeah, I, I would not have picked it, but I mean, it, like you said, it's a quote that just, even just that one line kind of sums up that whole character. It's perfect for him. I might bring Brian on the show when he's even not and say, hmm, let's do a draft analysis of why they're failing when they're failing. It's an interesting <laughs> thought. So, no, I think it's great. I love I love what you have because I don't pay attention that much, but you have it written down. So. You want to do a You're kind of commentary on the other drafts? Yeah. I, I think it's great. Um, all right. Um, Kirk, your two spots left are quote and villain. Villain, um, son of a bitch. Um, uh, what are you picking? Uh, I'm not gonna go the way you're thinking, um, but I am gonna pick I my villain now. <laughs> That'd be salt wood, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> I I lose the call. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with my villain, and with my villain, I'm going to take Scar from the Lion King. Um, Motherfucker. That's total <laughs> pandering. What is this? Um, I think he is Scar's the best villain out of the Renaissance era. One of the best vil villains Disney villains. That's ever. textbook pandering. He found it. What do you mean? He found um, it. But it has <laughs> but it has that um just wait. Uh it has that uh whole um that Hamlet thing going on. I think he plays that like evil King so well, um, you know, Jeremy Irons just chewing the scenery, even though you don't see him. Um, the animation's great. Um, and just, you know, just him and his, he has the best song in the movie. 
Um, so yeah, this is definitely um, definitely my best uh, villain for the eighties nineties. So we've had my fifth favorite movie, my fourth favorite movie, and now my second favorite with my favorite one of my favorite characters of all time is Scar. Um, I talked about this on Disney, so I won't talk at too much length. Um, but he is the best Disney villain in my opinion. I think he's absolutely incredible. He does have the best song in the movie, in my opinion. Um, he he's kind of just like as I know it's kind of crazy that he kills, but like you're gonna turn over the kingdom to this snot-nosed little shit that can't find his way. And uh, but he realizes he can't rule either very well. Um, again, that final sh- that final showdown on the top of Pride Rock. Um, it was, I mean, it's burned to my memory at this point. It's my, one of my favorites. So interesting to see animated. We did Disney last year, last week to pull it. It's not a bad choice. I'll tell you that much. Uh, Jake, any consideration? You uh, hate it. Wait, you give this movie three stars. If I'm I, no, I believe it's now three and a half. I rewatched this movie uh, this year and I went up and it's like, you know what? It's actually better than I uh, originally thought. Um, I do think Scar is like one of the best animated villains ever um i think a lot of a huge part of that is jeremy irons um i think just his voice is just like incredible and that performance is just like phenomenal for for an animated movie and if you want to look at what happens if scar doesn't have a phenomenal voice like jeremy irons um i love you chiwetel but it's just not the same as jeremy irons in the uh, 2019 lion king um but yeah i feel like scar is a great character so yeah, what an abomination. They didn't even do the song. Like, they don't even get credit exactly. for that song. Yeah. Uh, Rue, thoughts on this pick? Uh, Lion King is my second favorite Disney film ever, and it's only one spot behind Aladdin. So, and they go back and forth all the time. Scar is amazing. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons is great. Um, I think this might be the earliest memory of a movie ever, and Scar is a big reason for that. So. Yeah. He honestly didn't scare me as a kid. I just really was like, that guy's cool. Um, <laughs> Matt, uh, you have Jay and Silent Bob on your list. And um, do you have a villain? Uh, not yet, no. Oh, well, Scar, your choice? Uh, he he was actually on the short Just list. say yes. I mean, I want to call it pandering, but this is a great choice. I can't deny that. And definitely the uh, biggest travesty of the live action was bringing back James Earl Jones, but not Jeremy Irons. That's just crazy. They should have brought back the original cast if they're just bringing back anybody. Um, Brian, uh, do you think this is a pander move by Kirk, or do you think he really means this? Well, I I think that like the rest of the movie, The Lion King, it was just done better in 2019. Just kidding, kidding, (laughs) kidding. Uh, No, I don't think it's pandering. I mean, this this if Hans Gruber had been the board, he was very possibly my pick. I had like a top five on villains. And he was near the top of that list, so it's it's a great pick. Yeah. And please, uh, no one say any just any words like that. I've had a hard week. This that could set me over the edge. Um, Although Harry Irons is much sexier in that tank top than uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I I fully agree. I, I fully do agree. <laughs> great man. Um, uh, Simon says it's still great. Um, okay, um, Rue, uh, what do you have left to draft? I have duo and villain. Okay. I think there's only two people with villain left. So, yeah, this is going to be interesting. Will you take what, Matt, or are you going a different route? Uh, I am going villain. Uh, there are lots and lots of amazing villains to choose from. Um, really, really close for that. Um, but since I got three fairly solid picks, 
um, already that I, I like and I think everybody agrees with. I am picking none of those villains. And I am going with a, a villain that I love because you didn't actually know this person was a villain until almost the very end of the movie. Um, and the third ending of the movie, it's Mr. Body, a.k.a. Wadsworth, the clue. Uh, I love Tim Curry in this role. He is the villain of this movie because he's the one that actually bribes everybody. He's the one who kills the singing telegram girl and probably the funniest aspect of the entire film. And Tim Curry is just salaciously delicious in this entire thing. Um, and he makes the movie, even though the movie is already amazing, an amazing ensemble. Um, and I said, fuck it. I want him. So I'm going to grab him because uh, he is technically the villain of the movie. Uh, I absolutely love him in this entire thing. And again, uh, one of the most hilarious death scenes uh, in the entirety of it. Uh, I love uh, love this movie, love Tim Curry, uh, and love Mr. Body, a.k.a. Wadsworth. So he's my villain. <laughs> I think this is a stretch. <laughs> I think this is a stretch. I mean, technically, I guess he is a villain. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you saw I mean, the theater, there's only a one in three chances that he's a villain. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Um, I think overall, I, I saw this. I, I, this movie came out before I was born, so didn't see it in the theater. So I know all my my introduction was all three. So there you go. Um, I um, I know the two people on this panel just will give you way more shit than I can give you at this. Like, I don't think this movie's. I don't think this movie is as great as people say it is. But I also don't feel like it's as bad as two of these people say it is. So um, I have fun with it. I think Tim Curry is by far the best character in this film. I think there are funny lines back and forth. Um, villain. He is the in that ending, yeah. He is I have to go with it. Sure, but he is the dude that yeah. is setting this up for everybody else. Uh, he's the one who does it, so... That you know, I can't argue. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue, but um, I won't uh, for time's sake. Um, I just didn't see it coming. I, is this the one the one you're like, no one will have this because I'll be able? To no, 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 no. Uh, my okay. my my last one is definitely a duo. It's just I'm I'm again now ninety nine percent certain nobody was going to go. With it. So uh, mm -hmm. I just went with this one to have some fun. All right, Matt, you were close to drafting a villain. Possibly was this your choice? No, no, no. I mean, I, I love the film, but yeah, this is definitely an outside-the-box pick, so hats off to you, really. I mean, Tim Curry is always fantastic. There are even maybe some other films in the 80s and 90s that you could have put him as a great villain, too. But uh, yeah, interesting pick. Um, Jake, thoughts on um, this pick? Um, this is a, a, a bonkers pick, and I absolutely <laughs> respect that, Rui. Um, that's like, I do, I actually do like this as a choice. Um, I would have never considered uh, Mr. Barty, but um, I and I recently saw the movie this year just because I was sick and tired of getting asked questions about this in trivia and not having seen the movie. So now I'm ready the next time a clue question gets asked. Um, never happening again. Watch. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like the movie. I'm not like, I don't think it's terrible, but I don't think it's amazing. I think it's pretty fun. Good wordplay in the movie. Um, but uh, no, nah, that's an abs it's an, it's a choice that I absolutely respect. Um, next up, um, 
Kirk, you have no real opinion on this movie, but thoughts on the pick? Um, honestly, I forgot that this was even a thing at the end of that movie, but I was so checked out by the time you get to that ending that I'm just like, oh, yeah, that happened. So, um, and what's the, what's the movie that's better than this? Uh, Murder by Death. Murder by Death, which is also an amazing film, actually. It ages horribly. But yeah, fun. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Eileen Brennan. Probably the first group with that. <laughs> um, uh, okay, Brian, thoughts on the pick? Uh, <laughs> how good can a murder mystery movie be if you can swap out three different endings and it doesn't make a difference? <laughs> Just saying. Um, but no, I, I, I won't go off on the movie. I will say Tim Curry is great in this movie as he is in most movies he does. Uh, I also would have, if I was going to pick him for a villain, I probably would have picked him for like, Honestly, like Annie or something, even it's more villain. I was gonna say Homeland too. Um, uh, among others, I mean, there's lots of others ones to pick from too. But uh, I don't like the movie, but I, I like Tim Curry, and in that movie, he's the best thing about it. So I'll give it okay. that. Um, I never thought about the, the how good can it be if there's three different names. That'd be interesting. <laughs> um, but that one determine. I think it's still good. Um. Matt, is your pick? Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go villain. Um, I told myself that if I was lucky enough to get Indy, I was going to have to pick a Nazi as my villain. So I'm going to go Amon Gert from Schindler's List. Uh, Ralph Fiennes is just... Um, <laughs> Ralph Fiennes is just, uh, it's just terrifying in this performance. It's just... He's playing an evil man, and it's just even scarier when you realize that this is all real stuff. This is stuff that happened. I mean, there, there's pictures of him in real life on the balcony shooting people. It's just uh, it's crazy stuff. But, uh, yeah, if, if you want a real evil villain, you got to go with a real-life Nazi. So. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> when you think about Schindler's List, like... Yeah, everything else is you can say, but this person existed, and this is a real part of our history, um, which is you know crazy. Um, uh, yeah, I mean it's really hard to argue against a Nazi. I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean it makes the Tim Curry look real bad right now. No offense, uh, just sitting next to sitting next to a real Nazi. But um, this is film, basically. I think it's a really good choice. Um, He's honestly been popping up a lot recently, uh, which, good or bad, I don't know. Uh, but he's been like on every, like, he's been on top 100 performances in this performance. We put him in, uh, I think, in the villains bracket thing. So, want to pick him as a protagonist, though. Uh, no. Uh, if they did, if they did, I, if they, did um, they probably would not be back on the show. They'd probably not be in this community room, to be honest with you. I think we have to ban that. I'm not sure, but I, I'm going to vote yes for that. Um, um, yeah, good choice. Uh, just real quick, because I don't need to get into a whole Nazi discussion here, um, especially with Brian going weird. Brian, uh, anybody have this on your list? Did you think about this character? I didn't really be just because of that because like you don't when you think of movie villains a villain like that kind of like transcends movies so even like when I make my own like personal you know top movie villains like characters like this tend to like not be on it um, but I mean it's definitely a legit pick and it's obviously a really good one uh, yeah I definitely 
Oh, sorry, go. Uh, I just quickly, I have not uh, garnered up the courage or strength to watch this movie yet. I so we, before we went live, I said, "Can we p- have a choice to a movie that we haven't seen?" And I had both Oscar Schindler and Amon Dorf for and protagonist and villain. And I've never seen Schindler's List. It's just it's like the, my biggest blind spot. Um, I want to watch it, but it's just like I've got to be in the right mindset. It's a three-hour-long movie. It's like it's a lot, and you know, I will, eventually I will get to it. But I just uh, right now I no. As somebody that has now sat through the movie twice in my lifetime, I think that's my limit. I think, like, I had to watch it for time. I don't think there's anything I can gain from it anymore besides, like, loss of sanity at this point. Like, um, it's just, it's it's such a powerful film, and I respect it so much. But, like, what Lucas Schilbach has, like, this is his number one film, you're a psychopath. <laughs> like, you just can't, like, no. Like, again, you can judge it how you want, but I think it has to have rewatchability, and this has absolutely negative 30 on rewatch. It just doesn't have anything to, for me. It's beautiful. It's more, like what he's able to do. He should have won so much for it, but not for me. Uh, Brian, any consideration? I uh, no, you know, I didn't. I didn't even think about it. I, I uh, clearly qualifies, um, but I think I just had too many other ones that were just a little more. Uh, I think like Kirk. I did, I tend to think more fictional characters than thinking villains. So, um, just real quick, because I'm doing some behind the scenes stuff. Rue, what was your uh, third pick? You had Ezekiel twenty five coming to America, and what was your third? Uh, Ellen Ripley? Ellen Ripley. Thank you. Okay, Brian, you're on the clock. All right. Um, I got my last two picks in a row, so I guess that's only matter what order I pick in. Um, I'm well, gonna go with better to start the sixth round or fifth round than in the fourth. Right. right. I'm gonna. Um, I'll go with my my line or my quote next. Um, I'm gonna pick a line that, that by itself, I mean that the line is fairly mundane and boring, but uh, the what it meant for the movie and how it changed the entire franchise was rather major, and that is no. I am your father from the Empire Strikes Back. Um, this is a quote that, I mean, it's everyone knows this has been used so many times, like spoofed and whatever in other movies and things like that. But it's just one of those you immediately know what it's from. You can immediately hear him saying it. <coughs> Excuse me. And like I said, this is a, this is something that just like completely upended the whole franchise and what you knew about these characters and everything and took the whole series in a whole different direction. I mean, people who maybe watch the movies today, like younger people may might already know about Anakin Skywalker and all these things. But this is at the time, Darth Vader was just the big bad villain. You had no idea he had anything to do with Luke Skywalker that he used to be a good guy or anything like that. So just uh, this, this is a quote that just, I thought was super iconic and just for what it meant for the entire franchise. It's one of the all time great quotes. I was wondering where this one would go if it went at all, because I think this one of all the quotes probably have like the most one. I think it's the most misquoted. I think that's right. Like, yeah, I, I think I don't know what to say. Luke, I am your father. It's Luke. no, I am your father. Yeah. Luke, I am your father, which hindsight, I think he should have said Luke, <laughs> but that's just, I don't know. It just sounds better coming off the tongue. Um, I just remember the scene very vividly. I it's just weird to not have that that frame of reference, like because you like grow up in pop culture and stuff, and this is so used out of content, like out of the movie. I watched it with knowing nothing and just 
the shock value that I had when I watched it, like, what the fuck? Wait a minute, what? Um, it's just it's something that you're debating whether or not he was lying to Luke before you saw the next movie, you know? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't have that problem. I just popped the next VHS in. Um, I figured out real quick that he was telling the truth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, but um, overall, uh, yeah, I thought, I when I thought a quote, I thought this was like, there were two quotes that popped in my head immediately. Uh, Matt picked one that I didn't even like should have just automatically. That would have replaced the other one I have. But yeah, just instantly, just not too long, not drawn out, just exactly what I need to know. Like, um, and that's a no brainer. Um, it's a great value roll all the way in the fourth too. I think that's a really strong pick. Um, uh, everybody was this, con- was this one considered on your list? I thought I... about this line. Go ahead, Jack. Right. Okay. Um, I'll just say I thought about this line during the um, during this episode when I was like through uh, between rounds, going through and just remembering quotes from the eighties and nineties, and going up to this one. I mean, I'm like, yeah, this is like, I mean, just the cultural impact that this this line has. I think is a very strong choice. Um, so yeah, I think it is is great. I did consider it. For me. The only reason I did not consider it is when uh, we're not doing top 100 or top whatever. Um, shoot, this wasn't even in my top 100 anyway. But uh, top whatever, uh, I try to go away from fandom IG as much as possible in my picks uh, when I'm on wireless. So. For Kirk, that he loves that, by the way. If you stay away from Kirk, with Kirk he's so happy. For me, I don't give a shit. But Kirk loves it. Like, please don't make him touch laser swords at all. Um, uh, Kirk, was this close? Um, yeah, like like uh, Brian said, just for nothing else, the cultural relevance. I mean, this is one of the most, you know, all time, not just within these decades, uh, famous lines. So, yeah, definitely should be on the list somewhere. Um, Matt? Oh yeah, I mean, definitely, it's definitely one of the biggest lines of all time. I was starting to wonder if it was even going to get picked, but uh, yeah, anytime you have a line that's even misquoted as much as this one is, I mean, that's definitely, and people will know this line before they even see the movies. So yeah, it's a great pick. Uh, does anybody know Kirk's up away? Does anybody know Kirk's second pick overall? Uh, second, he picked uh, John protagonist John McClane. John McClane. Okay. Um, okay. Um, uh, Brian, all right, close out your draft. Uh, my last one will be movie. And, uh, you know, if I couldn't have him for protagonist, I'll just take the movie. Uh, I know some people prefer the third one. I'll take the first one, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Um, obviously one of my favorite movies of all time, uh, kind of, uh, re reinvigorated or reinvented the whole, uh, action adventure genre. Um, and people have been trying to copy it ever since to varying degrees of failure. Um, but yeah, I mean, he created an iconic character in this. Uh, Steven Spielberg is—it's I think still his most fun movie. Um, I, I will agree. I, I like all three of the of the Indiana Jones movies that exist. Um, this is just tends to be the one I tend to go back to the most, just because it's the first and the most iconic. Yeah, I don't know what we talked about, but it, something in the series brought back me watching the trilogy, um, and like. Nothing brings me back to being like a kid more than Indiana Jones, really. I think it's like one of the first like film experiences like I really, really remember like falling in love with. Um, and just the adventure behind it. Like I'm excited to show my kids it. Like like 
I hate kids nowadays. When yes, I said that about my child. But when they're like, it's not as good as the CGI. Did shut up, like stupid. Listen, this is Pat Pratt. They had to build this stuff, kid. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I love him. I promise. But fuck, to the cave. No. Yeah, I just watched Jurassic Park and was pissed. Like motherfucker. Yeah, Tony Stark built this. In the, yeah. Um, piece of shit. Okay. Um. Uh, but great choice. Absolute great choice. If you're going to pick one, like somebody had Indy, like that's a tough, like those are almost, almost washed at that point. But yeah, to have Raiders in the last round of all the movies choice, that's really hard. Um, it's hard because when I made my top 100, I just kept off trilogies. Like those three movies run like together. So they're not even in my top 100 because they take three full spots off for me. Um, Kirk wouldn't let me combine three movies in one. He wouldn't let me combine two movies in one. Um, uh, Matt, any thought of picking a certain Indiana Jones movie instead of just Indy? I mean, if, if I couldn't get Indy, I might have done the same thing that Brian did there. I'd, I'd, the problem comes, I don't know which one I could pick because, I mean, honestly, all three of them are kind of interchangeable. It depends on the day which one's my favorite. So, uh, <laughs> Whichever one I watched most recently is how you Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, great pick. That's 100% fair. Um, uh, Rue, thoughts? Uh, great pick. Wouldn't have been uh, my movie uh, or anything. Uh, people get on me for it, but it'd be, even though it was considered at first, not even in my top 100 of all time, favorite-wise. Uh, but it's still probably, if I picked best, if I made a best list, it would be there for sure. Um, great movie. Great pick. Uh, definitely fits for the majority of us on the screen. Absolutely. Um, Kirk? Oh, yeah. Uh, the movie and the character, uh, and, well, I won't say anything because it's still, but um, the movie and the character are both high on my list, and this is the movie I would take for either of them. Um, I love Last Crusade, if you tell me that's your favorite, I, I'm not going to argue with you. I just feel like uh, both the movie and the character have a little more rough edges in Raiders. Um, I feel like Last Crusade's like 10 to 50% more Disney-fied. Um, not say anything bad about it, but I just I, I'm a little more of that grit that Raiders had. Um, but yeah, obviously, uh, great pick. And Jake, uh, yeah, this is one of the greatest action movies ever. This is top five, um, and I think in the top five is also Last Crusade. Uh, if I'm being honest, um, I think I like Last Crusade more, but it's been some time since I've seen the trilogy, so I'd have to um, go back and, and watch them. But I think Raiders is just fantastic. I'll never forget my mom renting it from either Blockbuster or, or Video Easy and just being like, this is a great movie from the 80s. We're going to watch it. And just been like, knowing just that that is a, a a great character of Indiana Jones and just the action scenes and just like, it's 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 a it's a flawless movie, to be honest. Um, yeah. Um, okay, that's a strong ending of Brian's draft. Matt, close out your draft. Uh, I got movie left. Um hmm. This one is probably going to be accused of being pandering, but this is also a, a personal choice for me. Uh, I mean, this is one I used to watch with my grandpa every Thanksgiving, and now, much to the annoyance of my wife, I still watch it every Thanksgiving, and it's uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. It's just uh, one of my favorite comedies. Uh, just the uh, back and forth with uh, Steve Martin and John Candy. I just I just love it. And the uh, ending, I still get a little emotional about it every time I watch it. So, uh, yeah, had to go with this one. 
Oh, fucking hell. I hate these people. Um, Brian is completely incorrect on this. Um, I would love to just... I never had an actual conversation with him about this, but um, I've heard through the great Ryan's he doesn't like this movie. Um, Not true. That just hurts me to a, the personal level. Um, this is my second favorite comedy of all time. It could be my first. Um, did everybody pick their movie yet? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm just. This and my cousin Vinny go back and forth all the time for me. It's just a, ba- a constant just battle. I love this movie. I find the humor in it uh, just perfect. Like, I have the size of John Candy, but I have the personality of Steve Martin through this the entire time. And, like, Boatman has got the personality of John Candy and the size of Steve Martin. So it's like, that's how I've always pictured this, especially after I've been in this community. Uh, community. Um I think that mess around scene I still stand by is one of the funniest scenes in film history when he's driving opposite on the side of the road and just playing the piano and the people across the way are like, you're going the wrong way. How could they possibly know where we're going? He's drunk. Yeah, buddy. Good. Like kills me every time. Tears down my face. His facial expression. John Candy is literally one of those treasures that we lost way too soon. Mm -hmm. I find him absolutely hilarious in everything. Um, Oh, God. Such a. Such a fucking good choice. Um, makes me want to watch it every time I'm in Mitch's <laughs> plane strains. I just want to pop it on because it, I, this movie play it's a holiday kind of themed movie, but this plays anytime, mm-hmm. anytime for me. Great choice, great choice to close it out. Is it Pander? I don't know, but um, I don't know if we watched it on call together. If you were there for the watch on no, call of it, no. but we watched it on call and it's uh, it was painful to watch. Like it, <laughs> my stomach hurts so bad. Um, Anybody's thoughts on planes, trains, and automobiles? Brian, go last because I'm really curious because I've never actually, I don't think, had this conversation with him before. I've yet to see this movie. Okay. Uh, Jake? Uh, I was just going to say, uh, yeah, uh, I think the movie's funny. Um, I, I absolutely love that when they're driving their own way. That sequence is so hilarious. The, the one shot of John Candy as the devil <laughs> is just the greatest visual. It, my, it just, the, that visual is just like stuck in my brain. I think that's so funny. Um, yeah, this is, like, I would never have considered this as like best, like the movie choice, but it is a, it is a great choice and it's definitely outside the box thinking. And I think it's, yeah, it's a good one. In between the pillows. Kirk. I um yeah, I came to this late. I only watched it for the first time a couple years ago. Um, usually movies like this from the 80s really aren't up my alley, but I really like this one. Um, just because they're both so funny and they, the chemistry between them great, but also like that balance of like comedy and sincerity, mm-hmm. um, where you know that you really see that relationship grow and develop. Um, overall great movie. Um, Brian. I, I don't know where you got that I hate this movie. I don't at all. I I, okay. I think it's it's funny. I think it's amusing. I, I don't love it the way most, well, a lot, if not most of the other people in this community do. I think there are, are better 80s comedies, in my opinion. But I, it's, it's fun, though. Is there another? So I guess it was the conversation of a better Thanksgiving movie 
There's a the Thanksgiving your... one that I like more. Well, actually, a couple of them. I, I'm still a fan of Son-in-Law, just saying. Um, <laughs> but also... I'm sorry, what? Son-in-Law. <laughs> uh, but, uh, okay, I didn't hear that the... right. Okay, I just wanted uh, to make sure. Home for the Holidays with Holly Hunter and Robert Downey Jr. and a bunch of other people. I think that's a really good one. It's a very different tone to it, though. That's a little bit more right. of a dramedy, whereas this is just straight like 80s goofy comedy. Um, I, I prefer that for Thanksgiving movies, but this is it's a fine movie. I'll tell you, when he when he loses his slip to the car and has to walk all the way. Oh. It's every time I walk into a war zone meeting. Um, uh, um, all right. Um, Rue, close out your draft. Um, so I left duos for last because um, I know my first pick and my second pick, no way anybody was picking them. Um, they were, they were kind of close for different reasons, but ultimately, um, so my backup, my backup was Carter and Lee from Rush Hour. That was my backup. Okay. That's who I thought was going to be picked. I thought that's who but, was going to be But thinking oh, about it, because they, they were really close thinking about it. There's no way in the world. You see, my list is almost basically comedies because I also consider Pulp Fiction very funny. Uh, Aliens is like the only one that is in the comedy. So I'm going comedy again. But again, one of the funniest movies ever. One of the greatest straight man to all out craziest most hilarious dudes ever uh and i'm going craig and smoky and friday yeah. uh like like you, you have chris tucker period with again one of the most quotable dudes ever you got knocked the fuck out i almost think debo for a, a villain as well but I, I i i had to have these two and putting him with the straight man of ice cube is just a great great duo i so want them to come back uh, and, and just pay homage and, and give John Witherspoon all his his candy and whatever they're going to do to dedicate it to him. But the two of them together, uh, it's Friday. You ain't got no job. You ain't got nothing to do. It's just, it's so damn funny uh, from front to back to sit down and watch these two all day. I love uh, Craig and Smokey, and that is that is my duo. The fact that I haven't watched, like, the fri- like Friday and this, I'll be honest. I actually really enjoy some of the sequels of Friday. I find them so funny. Um, next Friday, but is Friday, Friday next, next Friday is hilarious. Friday after next is hilarious. It's just stupid and dumb. But next Friday is fun. Yeah. Next Friday, I really enjoy. I think that's the one I probably watched the most uh, growing up. But I love. I didn't. I thought as soon as you said off the wall. So I thought it was Carter and Lee. I just had a feeling. That they were coming. Uh, I may need to do Chris that. I may, need to pair, I may need to pair uh, Friday and Rush Hour together. Um, but um, really great choice. Really good choice. I've watched this movie so many times growing up. And um, yeah, by Felicia is like still to this day is like I that could have been quote to be honest with you in the eighties <laughs> and nineties. Like that is still holds true today. Like people still say that to the, to the day. Um, good choice off the walls. Um, I think Craig and Smokey at the end is really good. I think the only thing that hurts your draft a little bit is I think you chose the villain. It's questionable at best. But overall, you do you. Um, anybody have this close to the, your guys' list? Did you guys think about Friday at all? I didn't. I'm not a big fan of the movie, uh, but the chemistry between the two of them is the best part of it. Yeah, definitely. It was on. It was on my uh, short list for duos. I, I really thought about them, and I also thought about uh, the Rush Hour too. So yeah, it was uh, a good pick. I unfortunately. I, oh, sorry. 
I'll just say, I'm, I unfortunately have never seen any of the Friday movies. I'm sorry. I'm guilty of it. I do want to watch them because they do seem funny. Um, yeah, I'll get to them eventually. Just, yeah, I just, yeah. I'm not. It's a much easier watch than Schindler's List. I promise. <laughs> That's a good that way. You watch the first yeah. two the same amount of time. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. I, I think I've only seen the first one and I, I think it's amusing, but I, I they aren't one of my favorites or anything like that. If I'm going to pick a comedy duo from 1985, though, I would have picked Marcus Burnett and Mike Lowry for Bad Boys. They were also up there. They were up there. That movie. Oh, God. I could have picked Bad Boys, too. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 2000 strats. (laughs) It's coming. Uh, I might have you guys help me pick the categories. But um, uh, all right, Kirk, close out your draft. You need a quote. I need a quote. Uh, yeah, and everybody's picked some pretty iconic quotes from their movies. Uh, some good quotes, but very iconic. Um, like they're all very much in the you know cultural consciousness. Uh, I'm going to kind of a different way. Uh, my quote isn't like something people just spot on every day uh, to remind you of the movie, but it's something that's very uh, close, you know, important to the movie and the story and the character arc. And those are the quotes that I like. Uh, my quote is from Goodwill Hunting. I had to go see about a girl. <laughs> and um, I just lo- I love this quote so much because it just what it says about the movie, um, or just, just that scene, the first scene when Rob Williams first says it, uh, he's telling the baseball story about the playoff game, and this is the first time him and Will really connect, and they're up and they're flying, and they're showing, they're cutting in clips of the actual game, and they're you know around the base and everything, they're jumping up, and then he's like, uh, what, "What happened?" He's like, "I was there. I, I, I didn't see it." He's like, "I had to go see about a girl." And the way it tag, and then so he used that he's teaching him about you know what's important in life, and the way it, it pays off at the end when he writes the note, I had to go see about a girl, son of a bitch stole my line. Um, just <laughs> pays off so perfect. Um, and it's just such a great, like I said, just such great moments to mark you know milestones in that relationship and in that character arc of uh, you know where he started and where he went. So, uh, like I said, it's not a super iconic line, um, but I just think it's a beautiful line within the story. Where's the pandering clip? <laughs> I'm telling you, his draft is Pander City for me, and I'm all here for it. Um, uh, as somebody that doesn't deserve any more good things to happen from this, this week, he fucking did a great job. Um, yeah, I had to. I, that's my thing. Is like the end thing is like I had to see about a girl. Some bitch stole my life. Like I, the baseball scene is still one of my. And he's waving. And we're. How was it? Been? I was there. I was at the bar with a girl, but she looked great. Like it's just like putting things into context right there. I think that movie is so underrated. I know it's talked about in well thing, but like when you think of like consciousness of movies, like Goodwill Hunting, I don't, I don't think gets as much credit as it really deserves. Like I think that movie is absolutely fantastic. I were I rewatched it. I don't know, like a couple months ago, and I was just like. I find no problems with this. And to see Williams play such a subdued line, with subdued, like subdued character in that is just brilliant. Wow. Fuck you, Kirk. <laughs> um, uh, everybody else on this, uh, this, um, this quote. Well, uh, Kirk, people are definitely going to say you're pandering, but it's not your fault. <laughs> okay. So not you do it. Like, <laughs> not you, man. <laughs> I've seen this movie one time, uh, and even off that one time, 
uh, Cody is right uh, about it being underrated as great as it is, as much as talked about in Robin, one of Robin Williams' best roles. Um, I definitely want to see it again. Um, and I, I thought Kirk was going to go son of a bitch and took my line uh, uh, at first. Um, but it, 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 it's, it also works as well. Um, great pick on this one. Uh, I'd consider this for best movie, to be honest, um, because this is just like the epitome of like the late, those, the late nineties drama that I think, uh, there were some great ones, but this is just one that I think stands out. Um, yeah, this is one that like, the more we talk about it, the more I just want to watch it again, because it's just like really just a powerful movie. And uh, I think everything about the movie is, is like flawless and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great choice, and I, there's also just a bunch of great lines from the movie. Like I I, I was thinking it's not your fault or some of it just stole my line, but that is like I just want to see you again. Like it's it's good shit. So. Yeah, especially when Williams threatens to beat the shit out of him, basically, and he's like, "You want to? So are you not going to work now? I'll see him tomorrow, four o'clock." Like it's like doesn't give up. Just says, "Yep, we'll do it." Brian, thoughts? Yeah, this is actually one that I did have on my short list uh, when I was going through. It, it's it's one that doesn't usually uh, jump straight to mind. Like I said, when you think about these iconic, you know, lines, but it's one you think about. It's like that that line from that movie is just so perfectly used, and especially the callback later at the end. I definitely, and um, I think Damon's super strong in this movie too. I don't think Damon gets enough credit. I know Williams is a standout, but Damon is so good in this movie. I think it's still his best uh, performance. Especially when he's downplaying the guy in the bar, it's still like, ah. congratulations, you'll read this off for the next 10 years and see how cool you are and pawn on these college chicks. Like, it's just, he just rips them down. It's great. Uh, Matt? Oh, yeah. Did you already talk about it? I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he took it, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got the pandering pick. Sorry. All right, Jake, close out the draft. Uh, so yeah, I have one more category, and that's duo. And this is honestly like tough because I have like I have six choices, and a couple of them are characters that have already been picked for protagonists. There's two like duos that I'm kind of surprised have not been picked from the eighties and nineties. It's kind of crazy. Well, I I'm, I I have to go with uh, this is uh, yeah I'm gonna go with this one. Um, I rewatched um I rewatched. It's, a, it's there's four movies in the franchise, and the two of them are in the 90s. And I think I rewatched both the first two uh, a month or so ago, and I just was like, I just love these two characters and their dynamic. And I think that I like the idea of that it starts out as jealousy and the turn, uh, they start out as rivals, but then there's an adventure that's put upon them, and they learn to, to get along and to like each other, and they become true friendship. They, they become true friends. And I'm, that's why I'm picking Woody and Buzz from the Toy Story and Toy Story 2. Not what I thought at all. <laughs> I had many choices, and I just thought that when I think of like a duo, Woody and Buzz, just, oh, they're like flawless to me. Um, I like the idea of them just starting out as rivals and then trying to get back to Andy's home. They they learn they learn a bit of, a thing or two about each other, and you know. I think that's really good. And the, the part, the scene where, you know, um, just before Buzz is about to be put on the, um, he's got the rock in and he's just like, I'm, I'm just a toy. I'm not a space ranger. And Woody's just like, you can do all this stuff. And it just like that whole, that whole scene, I just think is so beautiful. And that relationship sort of blossoms from that. And then Toy Story 2 is great. It's Buzz trying to find Woody and just the whole dynamic. And it's just, I absolutely love it. I think it's beautiful. And it's like just perfect uh, friendship on screen. As you're describing, I'm like, yep, 
yep, here it comes, here it comes. And they're like, they're going on an adventure. I'm like, what, what? Nope, nope, <laughs> yeah. not this. Where, where are we going? I, I'm still shocked that Riggs and Murtaugh did not get brought up. As I was right now. Like, that's the right duo. Of the, it's, there's two duos that I thought, like, you could argue from 80s and 90s. Pesci and De Niro were considered, like, if you did acting duos, I think those two are just there. And then Riggs and Murtaugh, I was just like... Diplomatic immunity. Um, yeah, I mean, Woody and Buzz is a great choice. I th- if you think about it, like one movie in your '90s and '80s run does they're not a duo technically <laughs> till the very end, then they are a team at the second. So they learn to grow. It's really good. You had me going. Uh, sorry when you get to the third one because that movie's not as great as everybody thinks it is. Um, yeah, but. <laughs> but overall, okay. Um, but um, yeah, um, really strong pick. Really in the animated two, only two animated picks, but this one definitely. And I don't think in the Pixar one, I don't think any Toy Story character really got picked. I don't remember. I'll have to rewatch, but that's kind of surprising. Uh, anybody have real quick on um, Woody and Buzz? Yeah, now we're all done. I could say it. I mean, to be fair, Jake's description could have like been like a dozen different <laughs> but um i had uh, i had a list of three it was andy and red uh jules and vincent and woody and buzz were my, were my three anyway i completely forgot about uh toy, uh toy story for some reason when it came to duos i did i would i did think of Riggs and Murtaugh. actually the one that i almost picked my i was debating between this and jules and vincent was harry and sally but just to get yep. something different on the list but well, that would have helped you big. I love that <laughs> fucking movie. Um, I don't pander. That would have been. I know you don't. I know you don't. That's what yeah. I appreciate about you, Brian. Um, I, I thought about Woody and Buzz, but uh, if I was going to go for enemies, I probably would have done uh, Rocky and Apollo. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. It's a good one. Um, um, Woody and Woody and Buzz again, Phantom stuff. So I I saw them. I was like, that'd be a pick. I would I would pick from Toy Story two, but let's. Go another different direction. Uh, Riggs and Murtaugh was the first duo I thought of uh, when when you brought this up. I was like, that'll be up there. Yeah. Um, uh, so um, before I announce, I don't know if this is for sure. I really don't have next week's episode really planned out um, because we're very limited on how many spots we have left until there's top 100, top 40. So there's not many more shows left until the end of the year. Uh, next week I'm in between two. It's either going to be the two thousands version of this exact route, but with different caveats, I want to change a few of them up, but I want to keep the same consistency or we may do a sports one. Um, and then we'll be off for four weeks. We'll be back for two weeks and then, um, well, done for the year after that. So if you have a draft topic that you think would be interesting, please send it to me. Um, and again, I don't care about repeat people. Like, that doesn't bother me. Um, to go over the winner, um, it's Kirk. Kirk won. Um, Play the video. Play I, the video. <laughs> I can't argue with the, his list um, very well at all. Um I thought Andy and Red was really strong, and then John McClane. I thought those were two. Those are not as much pandering for me, but then he did Back to the Future Scar, and I had to see about a girl. I mean, he might as well just put 2004 Red Sox World Series win, and he would have just like, hey, listen, that's listen, like, that's like I, proposing to me. When I, draft, when I draft a fantasy football team, I don't draft all Pittsburgh Steelers. I draft the team that's going to win. 
That's fair. Check the draft. Um, Second place for me goes to Brian. Um, I think Gruber, Vincent, and Jules. I think the only thing that swayed is the dude, dude. honestly. And I don't think that changes much with you anyways because you you don't pander, so you're going to stay true to it. But I think you had with Raiders, you had no I am your father. It's the first one I thought of. I think those are super strong picks, especially when you got them. Um, yeah, if I if I gotten if I got Indiana Jones too, then I probably would have slotted back to the future in the movie spot. But yeah, that would have been. I, I know I was going to get all three of those. Though. There's no way that's going to happen. Um, third place. Yeah, third place goes to Jake. I couldn't agree more. T1000, just a fucking fantastic sci-fi <laughs> villain. Uh, Silence of the Lambs and Marge Gunderson. I fucking love that choice. Um, I'd pick it myself if I had like 45 seconds or 30 seconds to talk about it. Um, uh, just wish I could talk better about it. Um, I think this is just like, I think I just have to outrule one of them. I think Mac gets fourth. Just um, you had some really good choices. Jan Silent Bob was your biggest weak hole. Like that was a pothole <laughs> on the ground. Wadsworth was Wadsworth was uh, ruse, which I'm glad he consistent. He made everybody look. I think Craig and Smokey was a really good choice. All three of your other choices were so strong. It just it fell apart at the back end. But you stayed to who you were, so I appreciate that. Um, if I do a 2000s draft, I need people to be willing to be on. Here's my thing. I love a group that's in this community. They're known as the Kingsmen. They're great people. But I don't need Little Miss Sunshine in like six different spots. So if you're free next week, this show only did two hours. I appreciate everybody being in. That was a quick episode. Holy shit, Jake's on this call and it was only two hours. That I'm proud of you, good sir. Thank you. Because um, I know yesterday we vlogged it. It was the longest vlogged it. Yeah. You and like, Scott both. It was never going to go short. Yeah. Uh, it was never going to go short. I told I told Tim that before. I said, you have – it's going to be long for you. Um Overall, um, if you're free next week, let me know. Um, and if you have ideas for the 2000s draft, I think that's what I'm leaning towards. I think it would be fun just to go with that. Um, um, yeah, but I had a lot of fun. Coho, uh, please come back. Be healthy. Um, I need you to do this. I can't do this shit by myself. I hate this. Um, but um, overall, thank you all for being on. Kirk, thanks for pandering. You've just had a fucking great week. Um, I've had a shit week, and I appreciate everything you do. Um, see you next week. Uh, if I know where the outro is. Well, you know what, Kirk? I'm going to just do this for you. You're not going to intimidate me. I'm entitled to my opinion. Drunk, get angry! Come on, break the lousy cup! Ow! I hurt my arm! Bob, and not expect everybody to do everything. I'm going there soon, you know. Is that so? Where are you going? Uruguay. Well, you go Uruguay and I'll go mine.